Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Really Good Chat where I divulge errors in my life even on PG ones. So it's been a little bit since I've recorded another episode so I thought it would be fitting to do an episode on catching up on my life, what's been happening in the past month or so. I feel like March has been quite a let's say an eventful month to say the least. I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land that this episode was recorded on, the Wajuk Noongar people. I wish to acknowledge and respect their continuing culture and their contribution they make to the life of this city and this region. Okay, so let's just start off with probably the most significant thing that has happened within the month of March. On March the 17th, Mum and I were driving to Narrambeen for a ladies' long lunch on the Saturday. We've done this trip so many times. So Mum knows the road around 1.30. Mum and I were in a car accident and it was nothing that Mum did. No, no speed was involved, but a truck was involved. So I'm sure like most of you who are listening from the country drive up Greenmount to get to the wheat belt. I'm sure. So you're familiar with Green Mount, which is on Great Eastern Highway. Mum and I, we were on the left-hand lane heading east and it's 80 up highway because it's quite steep. My ears even pop when I go, sometimes when I go up there because it's quite steep and this truck was coming up behind us and I said to mum, God, he's going quite quickly for a truck because I know trucks can't go as fast as cars. Mum said, oh, he might be empty because he had a like a small trailer on um, on him but she said oh looks like he's empty so he might not have to worry about limits as such after I had said that we were hit from behind and it honestly happened so quickly I honestly am still kind of like processing it all he literally did not see us well that's what he said and then like we spun around and then it hit mum's side of the car so the right hand side of the car and then we spun around I must have been a couple more times and then we ended up on the other side of the of Great Eastern Highway going back towards Perth so we basically jumped three lanes of traffic and then we stopped with the car facing the barrier there's like a major dip that goes down so we were honestly so lucky I have no idea how we were so lucky also Friday afternoons that's obviously busy time and for roads in general I don't know what it was but I'm like counting my lucky stars because if any cars or trucks were coming like I would have like we would have just been swiped off the road but yeah so once we had stopped spinning I was like screaming like a little child (laughs) well I just remember going oh my god oh my god oh my god like the whole way being a spun around I think I mean most people who have been in cars and will kind of understand that it feels like it's just going and going and but then you know it, it happens so quickly but then it feels like it's just going so slowly at the same time it's really kind of a bizarre kind of situation it puts a lot into perspective when you're put in that or not sorry not put in that when that incident or an accident like that happens to you it just really opens your eyes to things a couple like just cars that drove past they might have not thought it was as big as it was the truck driver stopped 
when he could, which was good. He like literally said he did not see us. Being a bright red car that we are, I'm like, oh, how can you not see us? I guess we're quite a low car. Once people saw like what was happening, you really put your faith in people you know, random people just stopping and helping us out. They were maybe on the way to work, on the way to whatever it was. They still stopped and helped us and, you know, made sure I was okay and got mum off the road and, you know, um, that kind of thing. Those people who actually were really concerned and um, assisted where they could, well, those people really put your faith back in humanity. It definitely showed that there is more good people than there are bad people in the world um it's just that we don't really hear about the good that people do there's the civilians stopping on just to help us out that was really quite a pivotal part that you know people just stop people are really want to make sure everyone's okay just help in any way that they can no matter how big or how small it is you know those people i can't thank them enough for just helping us out i'm sure they'll never hear this podcast but if you did help us out and you were there, you know, thank you so much. I also did want to mention, I've got the iPhone 14 Pro. I remember when I initially was setting up, getting all my old data from my other phone to this new phone. It said a car crash detection that you can enable. I'm pretty sure it isn't. I don't know if you had to enable it or just like kind of let you know what happens. Yeah, so it actually works. <laughs> so good on Apple. So basically, once we had stopped spinning, I heard my phone go real, real, like really loudly. We detected a crash. We detected a crash. We are dialing into triple zero. Once you realize that everyone's okay, mum's okay, my dog Avi's okay because she was coming up with us as well. Once I had found my phone on the ground, um, at my feet, I picked it up and they were like, are you in a crash? And they said, do you need an ambulance? I was like, mum, do I need it? Do we need an ambulance? I think mum said, oh, she said, oh, we're fine. They sent out um, ambulance police and fire brigade was told to send down. I think that's so good that um, Apple have that. It's just like, God, technology is quite amazing. And I was thinking about it or I think I was talking to mum and we were just saying, like, that is so good for country people. There's a lot more accidents that happen in the country. So it's so good that they have that detection because it's done by GPS. So I think it's so good for country. But the other downside is is you have to have reception. And not everywhere in the country um, has reception. But, you know, I'm sure over time and, you know, that it surely reception will only get better for safety purposes. Um, but yeah, I think I was, I, was so, I was so impressed by that. Good on Apple for doing that. <laughs> so like I said, there was mum and myself and my dog, Avi, in the car. And I just want to say a special mention just how important it is to strap your animals into the car correctly. So we got a little basket that just got from Kmart that she sits in. Well, she doesn't really sit in them, but like her harness is, um, no, strapped in properly and you know, around her, um, lead onto the, I think it's like onto the headrest of the seat. Don't quote me because obviously I don't do it, but it's so safe. If she wasn't strapped in properly or like had a bit of, um, looseness on her, um, lead, she would have been like 
basically probably most definitely airborne, which is such a scary thought. But yeah, I honestly think Avi thought it was bloody Christmas um, because, you know, we had people coming up to us, making sure, you know, we were okay and then everyone's patting her, like the paramedics, the police officers. Thankfully, she was unscathed. In regards to injuries, I got no injuries at all, but I do think I probably, not probably, I should have um, had my neck looked at sooner rather than later but no me being me don't like to make a fuss about these things and you know just push it to the side go yeah I'm fine I'm fine like everything's so good I don't like to worry people I don't like to be of um you know use up resources just because I might have you know a bit of a sort bit of a tight neck but I've always had a bit of a tight neck to be honest with you so I'm like is that just from the accident that's been amplified or is it just maybe a bit of stress i don't know um, this week i've decided that i probably should have a, like just go and get some treatment on it but like my mum did have bruises from my seat belt and like just she's like i don't even know where i got half of these bruises from on her her ankle and her elbow and that um but she's like i much prefer to have bruises then and no question where that where i got them from rather than the alternative of not be here or anything like that. I forever will be thanking my nana for you know, keeping my mum and myself and Avi safe from injury to ourselves or the worst case scenario, which you know, obviously didn't happen at all. But when we got home from the car crash, we were just both, I don't really know, kind of like adrenaline or well, it, it is adrenaline because know your body's like protecting you from what might have happened and keep running through your head like lucky we didn't do that like what happened if it left a bit later or something like that and then I said mom it was Nana Nana was looking out for us because she's always with us she um, made sure that there was no cars on the other side of the road what when we were um spinning around I know that no some of you might be thinking that's a bit silly <laughs> I 100% know that that it was my Nana just doing her thing and just making sure we're okay but yeah unfortunately the car was written off poor mum has been very stressed it's great looking for a new car but you want to do it under your like when you're ready the last thing that you want to do when looking for a car is being being put under pressure mum and I are very kind of practical thinkers I feel we both just said it's better than the alternative which is very very true some people may think that having a dash cam in your car may be a bit wanky, a bit unnecessary. Mum had one in her car. Yeah, so that was, that was actually really good to actually have the dash cam and see what had actually happened and that, you know, there was no speeding involved. I think it just shows how important it is to have some sort of um, recording device in the car to cover your own ass when I was watching it back like you can like you can kind of know when it's coming up because of the road and the bend and that kind of thing that we were at but I just remember I watched it first then she showed me I was like oh it might be good to watch it then I can kind of put I don't want to say like put it behind me but then kind of like move on from that and not like 
keep thinking about it too much. But when, when I was watching it, my heart was racing and I was just felt a bit numb watching it. When you watch it, it was not even probably 30 seconds and it's just done. I'm so thankful that there was no sound on this particular one because, oh my God, I I don't know what I was saying, but I'm sure I was you know, making some screaming noises or some like explicit noises. <laughs> so I'm glad that that part of the recording didn't have any sound. But yeah, it's interesting that other ones of the dash cam from I don't know, months ago had some sound. If there was sound, I feel like that would be more traumatizing to hear. But to finish off in the whole car accident realm of thing, the important thing is is that mum, myself and my dog are, are okay. And I know the people who, um, from the paramedics to the civilians on the road who pulled over and helped us out, those people don't do it for notoriety. And, like, I just can't thank those people enough. And I do just want to say that my mum, it was, and is so strong, was more worried about myself and Avi than herself. I mean, I guess that is a mother thing. But yeah, she's just so selfless and I'm so glad I was there with her and she wasn't doing it alone. So a few weeks ago, I went to a music festival, which was so much fun. Initially, I was like, am I a bit old to go to a music festival? But, you know, I enjoyed the artist DJs who were playing. So I think it's so much fun. And I love getting dressed up, finding an outfit for it. The festival was for the love. And it was kind of good because there was only one stage. So you didn't have to run from stage to stage just to see the artist that you wanted to watch performs I was like let's get into the mosh pit credit to my friends and like their friends and will <laughs> they they made it happen but I think some people were getting a bit annoyed not with me but with like a wheelchair being in the mosh pit I wanted to be amongst the people and I, even if you know I'm at butt level with everyone <laughs> it's just you no know, fun because I feel like when you're at a music festival everyone is there for the same reason to have a good time to see the artists you know everyone's in a good mood because they are there well hopefully i'm sure most of you know who dylan alcott is and he i think it must have been this weekend over in melbourne he's created a fully accessible music festival because obviously being on grass having potholes and those kind of things aren't really accessible for people in wheelchairs or who have walking difficulties just because you know it's not flat surface um so i think that's really cool that he's made it inclusive i was like oh that'd be so cool to do in perth i saw or heard an interview with him um where he's said i think next year he's going to like take it around australia i was like oh maybe i should start that in in perth but i was like oh no i'll leave that to dylan alcott because you know that's his that's his thing don't want to be overlapping with his work but like god how does one start that i have to know a lot of artists or event people I would say people who yeah want to be inclusive but yeah I think that's really cool it's just really annoying when you go to festivals with being in a wheelchair people are like oh it's so good you're out like have fun I'm sorry but said to everyone you walk past but <laughs> the one that gets me is like oh give me high five do I have to give you high five I know people who 
say something to me or come up to me um, and say that kind of thing. I know they're not being mean or insensitive, but like, why do you feel you need to say that? I definitely wasn't rude just because, you know, I was obviously having a good time in that. Just wonder why people feel the need to say something. Is it because it's awkward seeing someone in a wheelchair at a festival where you think they shouldn't be? I don't know. Just really frustrates me. So, in some very exciting news, I'm going to be an auntie again. I'm so excited. My little nephew is going to be coming into this world in like around early October. I sent Christy a message like, oh, is it okay if I talk about my new little nephew who's on the way on my podcast? Because, you know, I don't want to presume that, no. She's comfortable with that. She's like, yeah, of course, of course. So she want to make sure it's okay. But yeah, um, no, I think that's pretty exciting news. <laughs> well, obviously, when we were going up to um the ladies' long lunch, you know, I was obviously going to see my little niece Marley. So I haven't seen her since oh god, oh end of February. She's at the age where she's just growing and changing so much, and um, you know, every time we see her, um. Well, every, sorry, every time I see her, she just changes and grown and she's getting more and more into like a little girl now, which is just so, so lovely to see. And um, yeah, I love her so, so much. And I feel like so special that I'm a part of her life. My little apple of my little eye. and uh, But lucky I've got two eyes, so I can have two apples of my eyes. <laughs> I was really, really looking forward to heading back to Narrum for the ladies' long lunch. There was probably a few people who, or who I messaged or who messaged me before seeing if I was going, people who I haven't seen for years. And I know that they listen because you know, they're quite very supportive, which, which I really appreciate. We're going to have to catch up some other time, which is a bit of a shame. But um, yeah, it looked like a lot of fun that they had uh, just through what people said and like posts that they shared and that kind of thing I don't know why I'm saying this but I want to kind of challenge myself things I've been talking about have been a bit of a catch-up bit of a like touching base about what's been going on with me but I feel like this next thing isn't really a catch-up it's more of like a realization um that I've had and it's just around my confidence in knowledge when there's like a a handful of people and we're kind of all having a bit of a discussion about something I just feel like I'm not really knowledgeable I don't know why I'm telling you or saying this but I think it's you know it was a Lenina stuff the weather thing I only recently found out that that was a thing growing up in the country I did not know what Lenina was who is Lenina should I be contacting Lenina. <laughs> no, just joking. Years of being undiagnosed with ADHD and not being able to retain information or things that don't really interest me. I just kind of like filter them out and they go through one ear and out the other. I don't know. It's a bit like it's definitely embarrassing that I don't know what Lenina was, but now I do. And just other things that I wish I was more equipped with knowing. There have been calls when I'm on my shift at lifeline and someone says something part of their job and I just I don't want to say oh what is that because like it's really not significant part of why they're calling up but I just feel that I'm like a little bit not fully clicked on 
I don't want to use my ADHD and being undernosed for so long as an excuse. Basic things that I feel like I should know as a 30-year-old. I like to think of myself more of street smart rather than book smart. Well, recently I um, was doing a supervision for Lifeline, which is just, you know, just checking in with like, how everything's going and like getting support from um, other crisis supporters. Talking about phone calls that might have like, you no know, been difficult or um, finding it hard to kind of like, let go. Like it was a five o'clock to a 6.30, so it goes for, like for an hour and a half. In those kind of sessions, this, see, this is where my kind of confidence is kind of knocked about. There's so much I want to say, yet I don't say much. And this is where it really annoys me. So I just like, you know, um, the supervisor would say, so just say like where you're at, at your journey in Lifeline and um, how long you've been at Lifeline for. So I would just say, I'm nearly finished my intern. I've just got to do the assessment and then um, I'm done. And then I started back in June and then I would just leave it at that. <laughs> but then like most people do about a five, 10 minute monologue, um, how they've been going and their struggles and that kind of thing. And I'm just like, straight to the point the supervisor was like have you got anything to add Sam and I was like um no I'm more of a listener than a talker in those settings I really annoy myself because I get a bit I don't know a bit I get overwhelmed with what everyone else is saying I doubt my contribution to a discussion it's obviously all in my head and no one else's but I'm just like god damn it why Am I doubting my ability, you know? Why can't I just let go of my fear to, you know, ask questions? I just really get really frustrated and really, like, annoyed with myself. And then, then I'm like, that's why people think I'm younger than I am because I'm not confident. Like, I am confident, but I'm not confidently articulating myself in different settings. But this is all things that I can just realise and gradually work on and no hopefully I'll just become more confident in group settings. If you've listened this far into my episode, thank you so much and I hopefully I'll get into a bit more of a routine, a bit more of a structure into these episodes. I would really appreciate if you could let me know what you want to hear from this podcast because it's all well and good to me just waffling on about random stuff that I think might be relevant or of interest. You are the listener and I want to get, you know, your input on what you want to hear. And if I can, you know, make you know, your listening experience worthwhile and enjoyable, then I'll be happy. If you follow me on my a really good chat Instagram page and just message me there with any um, ideas or any feedback I will greatly appreciate that that's all for this episode everyone thanks for listening thanks so much for all your support and being patient thank you once again and stay safe everyone (laughs) 